What's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of In These Quarantines. I am your friendly abode host, the Juggernauts, and let's jump right in. Um, so today is another beautiful day. Um, more movie news as always. You know that's all I'm about: movie news, video game news, pop culture news, and what have you. Yeah. So um, there's some new trailers that dropped over the, over the week, and I'm gonna talk on some of them. And then there's actually some new news information that came out. Right off the bat, I want to talk about one of my favorite actors, actually. Um, he's one of those actors that he's not just, he's just one of those wholesome actors, you know, you see him in a movie and you just love his performances and, and even, personally myself, I don't really get involved in the personal life of actors, but he's one person that, you know, even his personal life is quite intriguing, you know, when you see my interviews and what have you. Unfortunately, of course, um, he kind of hit this major snag in his career in the early 2000s and he wasn't in any major movie. But slowly and surely, it's starting to have like a resurgence, and I'm really excited for this. And I'm talking about Brenner Fraser, obviously. Um, Brenner Fraser, obviously, you know him as he played Rick, Rick Connor in the Mummy franchise, as original Mummy movies. Um, well, not really original, but the one uh, with Richard Vice that had three parts. And it was also in um, um, George of the Jungle, he was George, George in George of the Jungle. And unfortunately, yeah, his, his career just kind of went down. And you know, now we have kind of some information as to what, why that happened, which is kind of tragic because he was one of the people that spoke out against, um, you know, molestation and sexual harassment in Hollywood against, you know, male actors and what have you. And you know, it's a very dicey situation to say those kind of things when you're speaking against powerful people in position of power, like in Hollywood. And he kind of got shut down. You know, he got blacklisted for a while. I didn't. I, I believe he was going through a bitter divorce. And you know, he went through a very depressing stage and all. And you know, like I said, I always separate the artists from the art. But I when when the only time I really care about the artists is when whatever personal things happen to them affects their um ability to produce or appear in movies. That's when that's when it becomes worrisome and it's really tragic to hear this story. But I'm actually glad to see him kind of making a comeback slowly. He appeared in No Sudden Moves, which I haven't seen yet, but I heard a lot of good things about that movie. Um, of course, she's playing Mr. Robot Man on Doom Patrol. Oh, he's so good in Doom Patrol. And Doom Patrol itself is obviously a phenomenal show. Such a weirdly delightful show. Really eccentric and crazy. But still very, you know, heartfelt in a very weird way. A lot of deep existential themes. But yeah, um, you know, he, he also... Was coming it's gonna appear in uh Martin Scorsese movie, um Killer of the Flower Moon, um alongside Leonardo DiCaprio, I believe. And that was I mean so like I almost get a kind of uh I don't know, renounce renaissance or is it like say Frasianessence or what have you. Kind of similar to what had with Matthew McConaughey during his own Renaissance period or McConaughey as it's famously known. I really hope he gets back to that spotlight because Bernard Fraser is such a good actor. I mean and yeah, a lot of people know him more for his role as in The Mummy or George Jungle. But this guy can play serious roles too. This guy can commit he can do serious dramatic roles as well and it's actually pretty good. Um he had this movie with Joe Pecci and what well, there's one movie extra I think extraordinary measures with um Hill um Harrison Ford. That was I actually love this performance and that I remember watching that as a kid. But I'm really glad. Anyway, the major reason why he came up in the news again is because um so now I love you was alone by now that is a bad girl movie in the plan being planned in the works. A bad girl movie plan um in the works anyway. And um um I think you know it's gonna follow obviously Barbara Gordon daughter of commissioner gordon who is being played by jackie simmons which should not be confused with obviously um the 
Commissioner Gordon for the Batman featuring Robert Pattinson, who's going to be played by Jeffrey Wright. So this J.K. I, I mean, the, the fact that J.K. Simmons is reprising his role as Commissioner Gordon in this upcoming Bad Girl movie, to me, kind of speaks to the fact that it's probably taking place in the DCEU. Although, to be honest, the DC continuity universe is a bit of a mess right now. Um, I, I've already said it myself that I believe they should stick with, they should actually embrace the whole multiverse theory and just go with the New 52 ideology in the sense that, now we, we got confirmation that the Batman, that Robert Pattinson's The Batman takes place in Earth 2. I think they should just embrace the fact of the 52 Earths or 52 universes and just have it that each whatever they want to do, like Joker, for example, could have taken place in Earth 4, for example. We know the Batman taking place in Earth 2, the DC use Earth 1. I feel like that way they kind of you know establish a form of cogent continuity or tangential continuity on different plots so that people don't get too confused. Yeah. I liked um I, I really so yeah, anyway, moving on. So Bernard Fraser has been kind of, I think, confirmed at this point. First of all, it was, just, was I think, rumored. But now I think it's confirmed that he's going to play the villain Firefly in the upcoming movie. Um, now, Firefly is not like the most popular DC villain. I know he, he he was in one of the Arkham, I think it was an Arkham Origins video game. And I believe, yeah, there was a female version in Gotham. And I think he appeared again maybe the flash i'm not too sure about the or i'm not too sure about that but you know it's this kind of pyromaniac this unhinged pyromaniac obsessed with flames and fire and wants to burn shit down and you know steal some loot but i mean of course you know this, this is not about comic book um source materials you know you can always some of them might feel a bit dated or, or reductive but you can always give them a new spin just like they did, did with vulture in um, homecoming or with mysterio in far from home so uh i mean the father bernard fraser is playing the villain i'm just already excited. i don't think I've, I've ever seen him play a villain actually come to think about it but i mean i don't care like i will watch anything that guy is in i mean hell monkey bone that a lot of people hated or haven't seen that movie as an adult so it probably wouldn't age well i remember loving the movie as a kid it was such a stupid fun movie um but anything bernard fraser signed me up hells that hells to the air i'm really happy to actually hear this about his career and I really hope he, you know, gets way more acclaim. I, I really believe that with the Killers of Flower Moon and this Bad Girl movie, definitely, he's probably on the rise to Renaissance for sure. So let me know what you guys think about this whole development. I used to actually, do you actually care about Bad Girl movie? Personally, at this point in time, I don't. Um, of course, it should not might come out and change my mind. But for now, nah, I don't think I, I don't, I wouldn't say I'm psyched for it. But I am excited for Bernard Fraser to be joining, obviously, because I, I love his work so far. Yeah. So moving on, um, a little bit of video game news. Also, still tangential to movie news. So they announced that a video game version, a video game is being planned, or a, a video game version of A Quiet Place is being planned. And um, to be honest, when I heard that news, I was like, wow, that is, I mean, I was actually intrigued because I could see it working perfectly. We actually have some games down already that kind of lend themselves to the kind of horror survival element of, of A Quiet Place. I mean, you have games like The Last of Us, games like um, The World War Z game, Left 4 Dead and the likes. Actually, I can see this working for a kind of, um, let's say, a, 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 a horror game, horror survival game akin to the last of us but with a very unique noise mechanic so you know where you know every you have to make sure you create as let as little noise as possible not to attract the alien creatures and you have to be really really um meticulous of how you move and then your how you manage your resources I, I could see it working to be honest i mean a lot of horror games have, have reasons that are really good i mean you see have resident evil village um you have 
um days gone which i didn't really love but I, you know i thought i thought it had some interesting mechanics about it um which most likely be first person although i am a third person person third person um you know i'm a fan of third person narrative or third person view more but i could definitely see this working seriously i think the quiet place could lend itself to a lot of video game potential and that'll be cool because it'd be good to see this universe expand more i liked part two actually a lot more i didn't like it as much as part one but i did like it a lot i thought it was a very solid and strong sequel so uh what do you guys think about a quiet place video game you know it's usually um a lot of usually movie tying video games are usually done for cash grabs but i feel like this might seem genuine um we've seen more video movie tie in video games being done better i mean spider-man 2018 is not a direct tie into the spider-man from the mcu but you know of course there was still that influence and you could it still managed to stand out on its own and i really enjoyed that game massively so what do you guys think about a video game version of a quiet place let me know in the comment section below moving on oh okay so i actually got um i got around to seeing no time to die yesterday i might give a review i think maybe tonight or tomorrow just a quick review i know the movie's already out for a while but just my own thoughts on the movie and what i loved and what i did not like about the movie so anyway i'm, I'm due to see dune and imax this weekend i'm so excited i mean I, of course there'll be some early reactions you know the thing about reviews and reactions is i try to pay attention to what the person's opinion is and then try to understand where they're coming from you know like i said like i you know if if it's person type of movie is not even your wheelhouse if you're not in front of romantic movies I feel like your opinion on romantic movies should be taken with a grain of salt because you don't even like the medium. So that doesn't mean that a romantic movie cannot really surprise you. Like me, The Big Six is one of my favorite romantic movies of all time. Seriously, I, I, that movie surprised me. As a romantic comedy, I really loved it. So, um, certain, certain people I follow on YouTube and certain people I interact with, whose, I would say, their movie taste kind of aligns with mine a lot. Um, I've heard some of the review, that, that, that takes on on Dune, and I'm really excited to see it. And I'm a huge fan. I read the books a long time ago. I don't remember much, but I just love the high concept, the high um, concept sci-fi themes. And I mean, right now I'm enjoying Foundation, which, by the way, if you haven't seen, please check it out. Uh, Foundation is really fantastic. It's it's pro it's very cerebral, cerebral and philosophical, and it's really cool. Uh, anyway, so a lot of people were apprehensive because everyone knows that this deal was meant to be it's going to be two movies and Denis Villeneuve the director initially planned to shoot them back to back like they did Lord of the Rings or with the Infinity War and um, Endgame or with the reporter's um, final final film but unfortunately Warner Brothers was apprehensive which I mean I thought was a, you know was not a smart move but then again I could kind of see why compared to the metrics two and three or lot of the rings which are already which are movies that had already had the first part that already garnered audiences so they were confident in making in doing it back to i mean infinity one endgame you know having been shot back to back was a no-brainer the mc at this point was magnificent was you know ginormous people were excited about it the reporter um final movie was split into two movies which makes sense because people they had a fan base but dune is like a first is like his first you know the first version or the first part so I can understand the apprehension for Warner Brothers not to shoot it back to back, even though I think obviously it's it's actually more economical to shoot back to back if you think about it in the long run. But I could see why maybe they, they fear that the first one might do not might not do so well, and it shows that they didn't have confidence in in the, in the IP, you know, which I, I feel like uh, from at least some of the early reviews is proving them wrong anyway. Um, so yeah, anyway, so a lot of people were bummed out to find out that since the first one came out now, 
then you know i mean based on the typical like sequel logic in in hollywood the next movie will probably come out in three to four years which can be a very long time but then was i surprised to find out that dune part 2 is coming out october 2023 now a lot of people still think that's far but that is surprisingly short i would not lie um i mean think about it most sequels that are not sure back to back do not come out in less than three years if you think about it i mean even the mcu sequels for crying out loud avengers 1 was, was, was 2012 right and avengers 2 was 2015 i mean you have black panther 2018 black panther 2 2022 even though i know the covid affected and what have you i mean it, it's it's really i mean look at john wick as well i think we're like three or maybe two or three years or even three years apart you know it, it's crazy man it's really crazy and i was and I, I was, i'm surprised it shows that you know of course you know the publish you have their set pieces and costumes and stuff down so it would be easier to shoot a sequel and i'm really excited because i mean let's say they do principal photography for like maybe four to six months and then they do post-production for one year that's really impressive seriously two years for another sequel is really impressive in my opinion and i'm really excited to see dune in imax this weekend let me know what you guys think actually if you have seen dune already let me know what your thoughts are look you know movies are subjective like i've heard people say they love it it's one of the greatest sci-fi movies you've seen of all time so we absolutely hated it to say that it's slow it's sluggish and it's incomplete although regarding the fact that it's incomplete i haven't seen the movie yet obviously but from what i understand this was touted as dune part one so you know it's gonna be incomplete but anyway that's besides the point when i see the movie my opinion on it's obviously gonna change um yeah so moving on um i think it's probably the final, last talk i'll treat today um these other ones i'll treat tomorrow so we finally get a full-length trailer for cowboy bebop and I, I spoke initially on the lost sessions kind of promotional material they released that was very zany and whimsical and very creative with the whole um border black border bar being used as weapons and what have you and the first trailer actually comes and I, I don't hate it obviously um i like it i don't love it per se and just for one simple reason is the tone the tone is a bit iffy because now when i first saw the lost sessions one i thought it was going to be more self-aware you know sci-fi romp but now it's feeling like you know of course that doesn't mean a sci-fi romp man, should can i mean can have a dramatic side i mean deadpool is so wacky and zany but still has a lot of dramatic things but it kind of got me a bit curious on what kind of thing they're going for exactly is it more self self-aware and playful is it going to be heavy on that or is it going to be still more dramatic but yet um kind of um um far-reaching into other sub-genres so anyway i'm, I'm just curious to see how this pans out i'm still kind of excited to see this because i'm a huge fan of this is the thing i love cowboy bebop as a kid because the father was a space western same reason why i love firefly and serenity that particular um mismatch that particular like genre that amalgamation of genre always intrigues me because they're taking two very far apart um concepts which is a western which is all the way back in the uh, 1800s and then you know sci-fi which is obviously far reaching and you know far ahead and brand them together because you get this interest, interesting mix of analog and digital concepts in it and i really love that i'm firefly is one of my favorite sci-fi issues of all time and i really like that even um there was this game i played to rebel galaxy which kind of was also a sci-fi western and I, I fell absolutely in love with it so i'm kind of i, I still love that the fact that that's what I, what I love the most about cowboy bebop and i'm looking forward to it for sure and hopefully it delivers like i said i really don't care about 
about i mean the, the animation the anime is out on netflix I, I don't intend to watch it again i watched it a long time ago but i don't intend to watch it again i just want to go in and watch this and judge it based on his own merits i don't care how accurate i mean so so far they're pretty accurate though i mean um john cho's character's spike spike spiegel you know comic accurate I mean, or, or anime accurate with the with the outfit he wears with the blue and yellow outfit so let's just say i go even Faye, valentine jet black are all accurate but i, I just want a good story and that's all i could i could really hope for so that's all i'll be all for today um i still have some trailers coming up to talk about wheel of time light air and what have you but i want to, I want to space them out so i can have time to really delve into them and i, I don't feel like i'm rushing it um it seems like the 15 minutes 20 minutes mark is okay so far and some feedback i've been getting i've confirmed that so i'm I'll try to keep it this concise and yeah so i really hope you guys enjoyed today's episode let me know what you guys think about some of the topics i covered today and as always guys stay safe and stay tuned